Welcome to episode 13 of your personal podcast. For those who want more out of life. And for better or for worse, Mim, we bring this podcast to our listeners unedited. And always unscripted. We come straight off the bat. Please rate, review and subscribe to your personal podcast. I'm Martin Hazy. I have an MBA. I'm an entrepreneur, educator, CEO and a former Lord Mayor. As always, I'm here with my co-host, Mim Romeo, 30 years of friendship. Mim is a corporate retailer, business coach and mentor, executive advisor and a community leader. Mim, welcome to your personal podcast. And welcome to you as well, Martin. Also, all our listeners throughout the globe, and we do appreciate all their feedback that they provide us every week. So keep that coming, and we hope you enjoy today's episode, as well as all our previous 12 episodes that we've launched. Mim, we received some feedback from one of our listeners called Steve in Australia uh, during the week. And Steve had listened to our previous podcast, or one of our previous podcasts, where we focused on the topic of positive mindset. Yep. Would you like to know what Steve sent to us? Absolutely. Why don't you share it? Okay. I learned my positive mindset when I learned how to play golf. Your mindset is 80% of the game and life is like golf. Walk quietly with a positive mindset and carry a big stick. I tell you, I've played golf and (laughs) to stay positive throughout the 18 holes, it really is challenging. (laughs) But Steve is spot on in terms of his comment. Isn't that a wonderful analogy of life though? I had also some feedback. What did you get? And I got feedback from Sam from Australia. It was really surprising feedback. Do you want to hear it? Of course I do. Well, he actually said, can you try and get a different co-host? Because I think he's not as happy as you. I, I, I did say, I did say to Sam, I said, look, I really appreciate your feedback. Oh, Mim, I'll work on that. That's wonderful. And Mim, I really look forward to next weekend. I really look forward to Sam joining the podcast next week. And thank you, Mim, for the 12 episodes that you've done with our listeners. And... You've done a great job, but it's time to move on. So good Thank on you, you Mim. Thank Thanks, you, Sam. Sam. I'm really looking forward to Sam joining us next week. And I will be introducing Sam to our global global audience of over 20 countries. Sam, you're one of the best. Anyway, Sam, he's taken it really quite well, I think. <laughs> right. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Now, isn't that just an appropriate segue to today's topic? Mim, please do share with our listeners right across the world. What is today's topic? Today's topic we'd like to share is how to stay motivated. How to stay motivated in life in general, whether it's at work, in in home life, but stay motivated and enjoy every day. So, Mim, how do you fly like an eagle when you're surrounded by turkeys? (laughs) I've heard that saying quite often, you know. It's it's like I just say, look. Because, Mim, that's the feedback that Sam Sam gave to me. (laughs) Look, I always say, you want to fly like an eagle, start flying. Don't worry about anything around you. You know, too many people worry about who's around them rather than just focus on what they need to do. And for me personally, I stay motivated by focused on what I need to achieve. So you work professionally as a business coach, as a mentor, as an executive advisor. You work kind of all around Australia. Yes. Now... When you sit with people, and of course, without divulging any confidences, we all respect that, but Mim, when you sit with people, I would imagine that they're not going to be sitting with you telling you all the good stuff. Generally not, but what it is, the conversation that I always look to have is how do we transform situations from challenges to victory? How do we, how do we move forward? What's the plan? 
How do we get? How do I find the ability to get people to understand that life can be enjoyable every day, no matter what you're facing? Now, people might say, "Well, that's easy to say, hard to do." Absolutely, but the mindset, the ability to have confidence in what you do. I'll give you some examples. You know, you mentioned in the introduction that I worked in corporate, and I did. There were many, many Monday mornings when we had our sales executive meetings that the week prior did not go well and everyone in the room was not going to be in a happy mood and you had to show up on Monday morning and you had to somehow build the energy levels to find something positive, something that would motivate the team to be able to turn things around that week. Very, very challenging in itself. But one of the things that drove me personally was what could I control, what could I change, what could I do to have to support that inspiration or the ability to say, we've got another go at this. We didn't get it last week, but today's a new week, a new day, a new dawning. But is it, it is sometimes hard enough to stay motivated yourself when other people around you in your work environment and your family environment or your friends may not be motivated. So you've kind of almost got this double dynamic where you've got to be really disciplined about your own mindset. But then is it your job, Mim, to help others to rise up? At that point, probably is. That's leadership. That's leadership. leadership. Another point, someone else might motivate me. You know, we talk about staying motivated every day. I get inspired by people I meet. Well, see, I get inspired. Sounds like you've been inspired by Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I get inspired by people I meet, by conversations I have, by situations I observe. It's not, you know, we don't have to feel that we've got to be the driving force of every motivation, but we do draw on different resources to stay motivated. And our life, my life is about, I decided how I want to live life. You know, and I want decide to live life happy every day. And what I mean by that is that I've got a choice of how I approach conversations, how I approach situations, no matter how difficult they are, I've still got a choice in how to do that. But let me contextualize that for our listeners, Mim, because we are here to help others become the very best versions of themselves. That's right. Get more out of life. Okay. But it's surely it's really easy to say, I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning and I'm going to make a decision that I'm going to live my life happy. Yep. And it's going to be happy days from that yep. moment onwards. I sense it's a lot harder than that. You do. Look, so you've got to set a plan. Give me some detail. Okay. How do you do that? What you do is once you set up a plan, let's look at it this way. I've decided that I didn't want to – I want to have some more freedom on weekends. Corporate retail was not going to give me that. So I needed to change my career to support my life that I wanted to live. That didn't mean that I don't aspire to to build my finances, to to have a wealthy life. It just meant that I've started to adapt and modify what career I chose – to be able to support the life I want. So I decided to start my own business. I decided to do to, to be a coach, to be a mentor, to to support people, to support the the community in different ways. You've forgotten something. What? Being a podcaster. Being a podcaster as well is another one. So what I did is I clearly started to say, how do I want to live life? Now, I'm married, children, but I could be single. It's the same thing. It's how do I want to live life and what career am I going to choose to support that? In doing that, 
I found that my motivation levels every day just changed. It's hard to explain. All I can say to my listeners, if you start to draft a plan of how you'd like to live and then you choose a career that supports it, I can guarantee you that that very next morning, your motivation levels will be so high that you'll think, what's changed? Because, Mim, no, that absolutely resonates with me, this conversation. Is it because you are the architect of your life? Yeah. And if you're not, someone else surely will be. And that's where it struggles to be motivated every day. You and struggle it's, to stay motivated. Why? Because you're driven by an external force. Absolutely correct. I think that's a very, very profound lesson for our listeners. When you take the responsibility, when you take the ownership of being the architect of your own life, the joy, the juice, the reward, That's right. the motivation happiness. will come. Oh, the happiness and joy in life, whether you're at work or at home, it all is the one. Why? Because you've created a pathway of what you want to achieve. Tony Robbins is one of the people that I really admire because for 30 years, Tony Robbins, I think, has been at the top of his game. Tony Robbins shares five top motivational lessons. Do you know what they are? No, I don't. Okay. One, take massive action. Two, believe in yourself. Three, develop a growth mindset. Four, focus on what you want. Five, embrace failure and learn from it. What do you think of those? I'm going to add a sixth to that. Be happy. Yeah, I agree. Be happy in everything you do. Do not be miserable. Do not walk around with sulky face. Just be happy. If you've chosen a pathway for yourself, then be excited about that pathway. Mim, do you know what Martin Hazy's top five motivational lessons are? Well, uh, I guess you're going to share it with the listeners, so <laughs> let me say you share them. Come well, on. Strap yourself in. Okay. No, Mim, I actually went into chat GPT <laughs> and I typed in the question, what are Martin Hayes' top five motivational lessons? I must say I was a little bit nervous, but this is what came out. One, pursue your passion. Two, take calculated risks. Three, prioritise innovation. Four, build meaningful relationships. And five, focus on sustainability. Okay, where can we find that Martin Hazy? I'm not sure. I mean, really, I, he, he's overrated. I understand. Do you think saying. he missed anything? I still think happiness has got to be in that compilation. Happiness, joy, enjoying every day is really important to be able to stay motivated. You can't underestimate the fact of being happy. Now, Martin, you were a Lord Mayor. You ran your own company, national company. You did. You had some major roles up to this point in life. And I'm sure for you to stay motivated in some of those instances would have brought some challenges to you. How did you do it? Give us an example. Mim, it's one of those things where people often think, oh, that person, that individual, they just must have been born motivated. Is it, is it nurture or is it nature? I think it's actually a bit of both. So, Mim, I've always been fairly disciplined, but I will share with you and with our listeners my own learnings from being in public life as the mayor of the city. Yep. Because it's a great privilege to do. You're elected by the people. It's a great honour to do and it's a very big responsibility to deliver. Oh, for obvi- certain it is. For obvious reasons. Now, Mim, the job doesn't come with a role spec. Everyone thinks it does. It actually comes with some pieces of legislation, a lot of governance, yep. a lot of protocol and a lot of history. Yeah. But you get to design the future. You get to craft that role which consistent with your vision maybe for the city. It's a big responsibility. Now, in addition to the day job, 
which is looking at the politics of the day. It's looking at commercial matters, governance matters, community matters, legislative matters, regulatory matters. Yeah, you know, it's got a very, very long list, as it you can possibly. Sounds like a dream imagine. job. But on top of that, <laughs> you're living the life there. <laughs> Glad you're bringing humour into it. <laughs> on top of that, Mim, we, as in my wife and I, would attend about 500 at a minimum community functions every year. So you didn't take the job seriously. On top of the day job. <laughs> But yep. you asked me where I got the motivation. Yeah. I must say, Mim, I got the motivation from the community engagement. And where did I get the community engagement? I got it through attending the 500 functions every year. Now, that could be a big function with 1,000 people. That could be a local community meeting with 20 people. The commonality here is that people are not backward in coming forward, in sharing with you, in my case when I was the Lord Mayor, their how they see an opportunity for the city or they see a problem that needs to be solved. I would probably say, Martin, in the, in those that examples. That energised me. Yeah, I could see that. But I also could see that in some of those events, Martin, you know, you could come out there positive, you could come out there with some really great aspirations, but I'm sure along the journey you would have come across some events that a lot of people would have probably had different views and maybe more negative than positive in terms of some of the outcomes that they were seeing? Two things, Mim. One, sometimes you're doing these things when you are so tired. Yep. Whereby, because it's in many ways a seven-day-a-week role, the, there are times, and I will be very honest, where you are so dog-tired that you've got to really steel yourself to stay very, very focused. But the majority of the time you're, you are energised. What I used to do, though, is that before I walked into a function, yeah. I would always ask my chief of staff, share with me the folks in the room who have got a grievance or have got something, maybe an axe to grind with the council that hasn't been resolved. And I had, a, I had excellent support from my team. I used to go to those people first. And I would find before which time I would be up on stage delivering a speech, which is usually why the mayor is at the function, is that I may have diffused three, four or five matters before I then actually got up on stage. Now, that motivated me. Now, I know this sounds a bit perverse, but it actually did. Because I had actually solved about... Perverse is a hard word, perverse. I think it's it's really good that you were motivated to try and find more support for the community and, and resolve matters in a, in a timely manner. But many things, Mim, through good communication and engagement, even when someone disagrees with yeah. you, can be reconciled through good communication. 100% with so you. So I would then get up on the stage an hour later or so forth into that function and I knew that I'd solved about three or four problems before which time I was addressing the wider audience. Yeah. That actually gave me energy. That actually put some kind of fuel in my tank. And I was able with kind of conviction, motivation, inspiration and purpose be able to deliver to that audience. And you are delivering in that role on the most indescribable diversity of topics. But I kind of would – I'd then wake up the next morning because I would be, Mim, I would be working till 
10 p.m. or midnight every night. It's and a I'd very be, long hours. And I'd be up at 5.45. Yeah. It was a very long day and that usually would go on six days a week and you'd work half a day on Sunday. So now just in some of the examples you're giving to our listeners and to me, it seems like you're working some very, very long hours. Now I know being in the corporate sector and, and knowing a few industries that when you're working long hours consistently every day, not one day, not one week, not one month, but every day for four years in that role. How did you remain motivated every day? How did not the exhaustion get to you? How did not the tiresome of the schedule that you had after a period of time get to you where you might not have woken up one day a little bit, you know, let's say energised? Mim, not everyone may be aware that the role of Lord Mayor is actually time-limited. So it's not as if you can be re-elected kind of forever amen through multiple terms. Um, other political roles, other public life roles are you'll be there as long as you are re-elected into that role. That's not the case with the Lord Mayor's role. So knowing that maybe the time was finite yeah. actually gave me the motivation to stay totally focused. I also, Mim, had this level of mental clarity which even I look back was extraordinary. I was so focused. I was in the zone yep. in so many ways. Secondly, and I think probably most importantly, I had the total unequivocal support of my wife and family. Whereby, Which I think is really, really important. So I had a support structure around me yep. where I knew I could deliver this role and I actually was not doing it solo. And I actually also had the support of a very good term of counsel. Okay. Here's a question for you. I'm sure in that period of time there would have been a day or two or maybe three that you had woken up a little bit under the weather, a little bit challenged. Where did you find your inspiration to get back on track to be motivated? I can answer that with 100% clarity. It was not all about me. The motivation came, the energy came, from solving problems for others, whether that is an individual or whether that's a, the entire community of the city. That's what gave me the energy to get up and do it again and again and again and again. And if you sometimes take your own needs out of the equation and focus on a purpose which is bigger than you, greater than you, more important than you, now we're all individually important, of yeah. course we are, but the things that motivate us, often, Mim, the things that motivate us the most are not things about us. It's about things about other people. Oh, key pillar that you've just said there, Martin, that we all get to a point in life where we basically have can struggle to be motivated. But the key to it is once we start to think about the influence of others we can help and the things that we can do to help others have a better life brings that motivation back to that heightened awareness in terms of energy levels. And all of a sudden, where you did might have woken up a little bit, maybe not as not as excited as normal, then you start to drive that energy back. It's a bit like going to a, a fuel station and putting fuel in the car. You refill it, fill the tank, and then you take off again. Mim, I'm going to ask you a few questions for you to help our listeners. And these are really important ones because all of our listeners at some point in their time would have experienced this. Yes, sir. What advice would you give to our listeners when – Okay, you've made a personal commitment towards being positive, 
to being motivated, to being goal-directed, to having you've identified your purpose. But what about, Mim, when those around you are not? And they are actually, you're kind of thinking, these people are dragging me down. What do you do? You, you, what you do is you make a stance and you say, you know what, I've made my choice and I'm not going to allow the situation surrounding me to define who I am. I'm going to be defined by how I deal with that. Now, in some cases, you can change that whole environment. You can change that whole conversation to get back on track to say we can achieve or help other people understand they can achieve. Now, the odd occasion, you might find that some people want to dwell in negativity. Then my suggestion would be is that maybe I'm not the best person to hang around because I don't want to be in that environment. So you make a choice as to whether you want to be surrounded Absolutely. by negative people, but is it also, is it your job to help them turn around their lives or is it their job to help them t- themselves turn around their own life? Two things. My job is to help people get better and more out of life. Is but that because what, But the a, second thing is though Is that this, because you're a coach? Is that why you're saying It's not that? just a coach. It's a human being. You should. We all should do that. But the second thing is I'm not here to control anyone's life. So that's the key that people need to understand and that I understood early in life, that I have the ability to help you get more out of life. But if you choose that you don't want that, that's okay as well. I'm not here to control you. I'm here to support and strengthen you. Here's another one, Mim. What advice would you share with our listeners when or who may be experiencing some fairly, let's say, severe personal illness? Now, surely... It's really difficult and really testing for each of us as individuals when we are unwell to remain motivated. You've got to come from a perspective of compassion, support and understanding. What what the goal is, is that you want to be able to build a foundation of hope, a foundation of confidence. For yourself or for others? For others, Right, and but if you're going through that that illness or, or difficulty, you have to be able to strengthen that with being motivated to say, I can overcome this, I can get to the other side. If we don't have a mindset to stay motivated every day, then whether it's sickness or whether it's anything else, it'll start to overwhelm us. Can I add to that, Mim? Yeah. Okay. If, and here's some individual advice. So on one of our previous podcasts, I shared that I'd had a fairly severe illness last year, 2022. But I think it's really important that in order to stay motivated personally is that prioritise your health first as an individual. Secondly, you actually might need to temporarily or otherwise adjust your expectations and kind of reset maybe your own goals. Because reset you, your plan is important, Martin. Because your physical needs are actually number one. Thirdly, this is really important, Mim, is stay connected with others. Don't isolate yourself just because you're unwell. That's right. And you know, there's, there's a tendency which is actually well documented within the animal kingdom is that when kind of animals get sick, they often isolate themselves. It's the last thing that we should do as human beings. We should actually engage with others and stay very connected. Do you agree? I agree with you, Martin. Always stay surrounded by people that love you, care for you, and inspire you. It's really important. In those moments of need, those moments of challenges, we need to be able to draw on something, on some energy. We need to be able to be able to see clearly 
the future that it, that we can get there, that we can overcome the situation. Staying motivated, Martin. The key to it is is understanding that you have control over that. You have control on either deciding, am I defeated or do I believe I have the ability to overcome? That's where the motivation is. It's like when I talk about my life, I decided how I want to live life and then I built everything around that. That's why every day when I get up, Martin, and you see me, you always see me smiling, happy, joyful, excited. Why? It doesn't mean that I've resolved everything in life, but I've set my path that I enjoy. I've set a path that I'm going to succeed in, that I'm going to flourish in. Why? Because I've clearly set a path that suits me. Mim, here's a third one. How do you stay motivated when everything is going wrong and you're completely overwhelmed and you actually feel like the wheels are falling off in all directions. So we've kind of spoken about one, when you're surrounding yourself by negative people, you've provided some advice to our listeners how to deal with that. Two, we've just discussed how do you, when you're not actually physically well yourself or even mentally well yourself, how do you deal with that? But what about when just circumstances seem to just descend on you and it happens to all of us. The wheels are falling off in all directions and someone's saying, oh, yeah, just stay motivated. You'll be fine. Just stay motivated. And you're kind of thinking, that's just words. You don't understand my personal circumstances. Everything is going wrong. What advice would you provide to our listeners? I look at my life and I make a list. If things are all going wrong, I make a list of everything that's gone wrong or every every challenge I'm facing. And I prioritise them. I think, which one of these on this list can I actually impact? And I work one at a time. And then I work through the list. And I stay motivated. Why? Because I say, okay, it is a difficult time, but I've got to start somewhere. It's like if you look at the mountain, and the mountain can seem overwhelming, but start somewhere. So I start at a particular point, and I start to move forward. And as I start to move forward... I start to get more energy. Why? Because I start to see that what I'm facing is not insurmountable. So don't focus on the mountain. Focus on base camp number one. That's right. And start there. Don't worry about everything else. Start somewhere and you will grow. It's like great. you either win or you learn. That's two two things there. You either win or you learn. Say that again. You either win or you learn. That's fantastic. That is so true, isn't it? It's a great... great, Statement in terms of people understanding what that truly means. You know, when, you, when you're faced with a myriad of challenges, list them all and start somewhere. So when you're overwhelmed, Mim, I'm going to encourage our listeners to focus on what they can control. And when that list you just shared about is maybe split that list into two things. Part of that list can be the things that I can control as yep. an individual And the other part of the list are things which are happening in the external environment which I have little or no or less control over. The next one is continue to practice gratitude. So that's really hard, Mim, isn't it? Like we discussed in one of our previous podcasts. have an attitude of gratitude. That's right. But it's really easy to do that when things are going well. What about when the wheels are falling off? Should you still be practicing gratitude and why? Absolutely. You've got to – you've got to – understand what gratitude provides. When you have an attitude of gratitude, you find that things that you're dealing with, particularly in how to stay motivated, 
It gives you the strength. It gives you the ability to keep moving forward. Why? Because you appreciate, you have gratitude for what you've got, you have gratitude for what you're going to get, and you have gratitude for all those that are providing support for you. You know, gratitude is everything. You know, if you have that that understanding that in everything we do in life, whether we're providing support for someone or someone's providing support for us, there's got to be that attitude of gratitude. Breaking the task down into smaller steps. So another way of managing overwhelm and staying connected to your source of motivation, break things down into digestible chunks. Do you agree? Absolutely. Look, the more you can break something down, the easier it becomes to overcome that that situation. See, if you look at things broadly from a big perspective, it, it always looks so much more challenging. But when you break it down, it thinks, well, I can start here. Well, I can get to step two, to step three, to step four. And before you know it, you've actually conquered the very thing that you thought was was really challenging. Here's another interesting one. Okay. So in times where things seem to be changing so quickly, often as a consequence of technological innovation and just change, that can be overwhelming in itself. But there's opportunity in that. But how do you stay motivated in that context when technology is changing around you at this almost insurmountable accelerated rate? Be happy. Be happy. Look, we've, we've got technology. I deal with technology every day. And I'm not a – look, let me give you an example. Spreadsheets. Anyone who's dealt with the Excel spreadsheets, I'm not a, a 100% fan of working through spreadsheets, but do I need to know how to do them? Absolutely. Does my profession need to understand how to get around a spreadsheet? Absolutely. But how do I stay motivated? Because my eye is on the prize. My goal needs to be achieved. And that's part of the resources I require to be able to do my job better and get more out of what I'm trying to do. So, Mim, do you think I've made a mistake putting you in charge of your personal podcast budget? (laughs) When it comes to money, don't worry, it's in safe hands. But It's all in your hands. Just from a technology point of view, it's basically saying sometimes we've got to embrace what we maybe don't enjoy why? Because it fits part of the, the bigger picture of what we're trying to achieve. And that's where my motivation comes from. It's not that I enjoy sitting in front of a computer doing a spreadsheet. It's that I know the outcome it's going to give me. So that just builds more energy in me. Mim, when it comes to change in a kind of technology driving change at an exponentially rapid rate, I would encourage our listeners in order to maintain their motivation, stay curious. Curiosity is such an important ingredient Also embrace those changes, just as you shared. Uh, Network with others because there is that amazing power in saying, Mim, how did you adapt to this? Mm. And I do this a lot during the course of any, any week is I ask people, what do you think of this and how did you adapt to this? How did you change to this? How did you embrace this? I don't have all the answers, but you just keep asking that question and it's amazing what comes back. Absolutely. You know, you want to stay motivated, you need to have confidence in who you are, in who I am. For me to stay motivated, I have to have confidence in who I am. I have to find joy in who I am. That way I can stay motivated every day. I can move and deal with situations every day in that positive light, in that in that energy that's required. Why? Because I have confidence in who I am, not what I've got. 
There's a big learning in that. You need to have confidence in who you are, not in what you have. I would really encourage our listeners to dwell on that point because that is just a beautifully succinct way of wrapping up episode 13 of your personal podcast. Mim, thank you. Over to you. And thank you, Martin. It's been a great discussion. And our listeners, we thank you for tuning in. And please provide us feedback. Feedback in terms of what you'd like us to talk about and also what you think of our episodes as well. We appreciate it and we look forward to speaking with you next week. Remember, stay motivated, be happy and joyful. Have a great day, guys.